should have brought some tissues up here. Um, friends are going to have um, Beck and Liv, who are going to come as well. Thanks, girls. Hi, church. My name's Beck. So, I've always known about the existence of God, but haven't always known his presence. Although growing up in a Christian home, the reality is we are all broken, and so my walk with God has been far from perfect. I grew up in a church environment which for me was pretty toxic. I always felt on the outer in what was meant to be my church home and felt pretty discouraged rather than encouraged by the people around me. Something church, not, something church is not meant to be like at all. I had a pretty negative view on church and what church people were like and I didn't feel God's presence at all in my life during this period. Sure, I would go to church and learn about him but I didn't know God personally and didn't fully understand his character. Church was then missing for many years in my life. The breakup of my parents' marriage when I was 13 saw us leaving church for a while. This led to an emptiness in my life and a pretty negative feeling towards church. Fast forward to the end of year 12, the beginning of 2017, I remember feeling so lost and terrified to be leaving the comfort of school where I had Christian teachers and friends who knew God who would somewhat feed into my faith. I felt quite lost and empty, and I remember desperately crying out to God to bring good friends into my life as I, as I transitioned to life after school. I didn't specifically ask for Christian friends, but God knew this was exactly what I needed. Like many of our prayers, we don't notice the difference straight away. In the middle of that year, I stopped and looked around at the people around me. I was surrounded by so many encouraging Christian friends that I was overwhelmed. We serve an almighty God who meets us where we're at and fulfills our every need. Philippians 4 verse 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Praise God. 2017 was the year I moved to Canterbury Gardens where I truly encountered God and saw him moving in a tangible way. I cannot even put into words the changes God has made in my life since moving here. My relationship with him has grown immensely and I've really learnt the value of God-centred fellowship and for the very first time understood the privilege and joy we have to be surrounded by believers. When we are overwhelmed by sin, fear or shame or simply not living how he has designed us to, he calls us back to him. He called my name, rescued me from the emptiness and darkness and called me into his freedom. And it has been none of my own doing but through his work that I stand here today. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and that is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not by work so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9. God has done the hard work and out of obedience to him I want to be baptised. This year, God has really been teaching me forgiveness. A journey that has been incredibly challenging but has led me to a greater understanding of the gospel. Although not even coming close to the pain Jesus Jesus endured in granting us forgiveness. The, the difficulty I've had in forgiving certain people for their mistakes, I feel like, 
has given me a glimpse into the full impact of Jesus' sacrifice and made me appreciate and understand the significance of that more than I ever have. So today I stand here, unworthy, imperfect and unrighteous. But I stand before Jesus, who loves me enough to call me worthy, perfect and righteous. I want to be baptised today as a way of giving everything to God. I'm choosing to be all in with my faith and to wholeheartedly make it my own and not live through the faith of others. How awesome uh, baptism mornings. I absolutely love them. And it's my joy and privilege um, in the last couple of months just to be getting closer to Beck and getting to know her a lot more. We've been catching up for a little while now just to debrief about life, where God has us at and what he's doing um, in our lives. And one thing that really encourages me every time I spend time with Beck is that no matter the circumstance, no matter whether it's happy, joyful, hard, absolutely heartbreaking or devastating, um, she's always um, seeking to honour God first by action and by word. And she continually wants to put him first in her life. She strives to have a forgiving heart, which is one of the hardest things, and wants to pursue what's honouring him in all things. And seeing her stand here today is not an easy thing, I know. Um, Public speaking is not one of our passions, (laughs) not at all. Um, But when we were talking about Beck getting baptised, she said she knew this would be hard, but as hard as it would be getting up here, it's not about her, it's about God, and it's about glorifying him. And that's an attitude that's unbelievable. It's incredible, Beck, and I'm so, so, so proud to see you up here today. So, Beck, my encouragement um, for you today comes from Psalm 62. And as you continue to walk, walk this journey of life, I just want to encourage you to keep running to God first to keep your focus on him, to depend on him in all things and to continue to have that heart that seeks to glorify him first above all else. So Psalm 62, 4-7 says, I will depend on God alone. I put my hope in him. He alone protects and saves me. He is my defender and I shall never be defeated. My salvation and honour depend on God alone. He is my strong protector and he is my shelter. And Beck, that's my prayer for you every day of your life. Thank you. Well done. How encouraging, huh? Uh, friends, a couple of things I want you to consider. If you're someone who's uh, considering the claims of Jesus, you've heard four testimonies of people sharing that Jesus is real and he changes lives. So I would encourage you and challenge you to explore that. Uh, if you're someone who knows Jesus and you love him, I pray this has been a great encouragement to you to remind yourself over and over again the grace of God and the gospel of Christ. And finally, if you belong to Canterbury Gardens Community Church or maybe you're visiting from another church, for whatever reason you haven't been baptised, why not? What are you waiting for? You've heard four stories sharing it's not about getting to a certain level. Christ has done that on your behalf. Just be obedient to his call. And if you call Canterbury home, we would love to organise another baptism service. We could do this every Sunday. I'll probably get in trouble for saying that, but that's okay. We're going to pray. 
Uh, and then we're going to head out to the side. You'll see the baptism. Oh, this, I call it baptism pool. It's a spa bath. But you'll see it there. Um, come and hang around. And particularly if you're a family members of those who are getting baptized, maybe get a, a bit of a front row seat. Uh, take, we're going to take a bit of time to get out there, and then eventually you'll start seeing what we're going to do. Um, but would you pray with me as I pray this for us and for those who are getting baptized? Father God, we come before you, and what a wonderful story. And constantly hearing this um, common thing. It's about you. It's about your grace. It's about you sending your gracious son to us to die on the cross on our behalf. We thank you the story didn't end there, that on the third day he was raised again. We thank you for these things like baptism that reminds us of this wonderful truth. Lord, these um, brothers and sisters in Josh and Sam and Beck and Kylie have stood here to proclaim they are yours and they want to live for you. And we know for all of us who have been running this race for a while, we have an enemy who will desire to tempt them and draw them away. Pray they will continue to rest in the truth that they know. That you who promise that you've begun a good work will finish it. We pray that this gospel and grace will never become old news to them, but the engine room from where they will live for you. We thank you that you've given them your Holy Spirit, that as the one who will empower them to live in this world. So we pray, Lord, that you would bless them and keep them, that you would make your face shine on them and be gracious to them. And Lord, pray and we thank you that you've turned your face to us, through your Son, the Lord Jesus, and in him we have peace. We pray this in your mighty name. Amen.